Um, every Saturday, we have worship, prayer, and a message. So just know that you can come in through the doors at 2.30 p.m. for supernatural training, followed by private ministry that starts at 3 and goes on till 4.45. And we do have our pre-service prayer and soaking that begins at 5 p.m. Um, please keep Hannah in your prayers as well. Um, the update on the announcements is that Hannah's chest cavity um, needs to be fully open so that her left lung will begin working, and she still is on 100% life support. So please um, keep praying for Hannah. Remember, you can send letters to her. Um, if you're looking for an address, you can find that easily on her Facebook page. Um, but we are please, please, please asking for those prayers as well. So with that being said, I'd like to invite Pastor Keith up for his sermon. And if you go ahead and welcome him as he comes to the front. As I'm getting ready, we just also want to give you a time to greet one another. So look around, say, glad to have you here today. Wave at one another, socially correctly, whatever. <laughs> okay, hallelujah. This, this is uh, something the church is supposed to be. It's supposed to be very friendly and joyful, right? Remember those days when it was so boring? I mean, when I was a kid and I would sit and go, so what's exciting about this? I mean, it was so boring. I thought, there's got to be something better. And of course, I found that better when I got older. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be joyful to be in the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Good deal. Hey, turn to Isaiah 40, 31. I'm actually going to preach on walk and not faint. That's actually my sermon title. And uh, I hope this will be encouraging. These are the, there's actually 11 qualities that I felt needed to be in our life in this COVID and post-COVID. I'm going to say it, post-COVID. Can you all agree with that? Post-COVID? It's going to be behind us, somebody? Amen. So these qualities are going to be needed going forward in the new day at COA. Just to take another sermon title into the loop here. So let me pray, and then I want to share the, the word God has put on my heart. Father, we do just thank you that we are ones who serve a good God. We serve a God uh, of not yesterday, but a God of today. He's present, he's active, and he is doing good things in our hearts. So encourage us today from your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you look at Isaiah 40, 31, it's <clears throat> very familiar. Uh, I've learned in ministry no matter how many times you preach on the same verse, God always has something fresh. I preached on this same verse, I think, here even. But the Holy Spirit put his mark on one part of it. Let's look at it, if you would. It says, but those who wait on the Lord, they're going to do some things. Number one, you're going to renew your strength. If you need strength in the battle... Wait on him. Wait in his presence. Wait for his best to be in you. And that happens every morning in your quiet time. The quiet time is not optional. How many have learned that little truth? Uh, one day without Jesus is too long. I mean, we need him every morning in a good quiet time. I try to get up, and as y'all know, my biggest thing lately is have communion every day. I've just seen the fruit of that have communion, have that worship time, have that time in the Word. Uh, there's no way God can speak unless you read it. You know, one of my good friends said, someday you got to read this book. You know, that's the truth of the, of the Word of God. So we've got to renew our strength as we wait. So if you're feeling weak, wait. That sounds funny, doesn't it? If you're feeling weak, 
wait on him. And the strength of the Lord will come. Then you're going to do something else. You're going to mount up with wings like eagles and be able to soar. If we wait on him, he's going to give you abilities you didn't know you had. Hand over here. Abilities you don't know. I've got a word for you later. Abilities you didn't even know you had. You know when he'll release it as you wait on him. We're too busy to hear him sometimes. Is that true or not? And we think it's better to say that to God. Well, God, I'm just too busy right now. If you're too busy for God, something's wrong. We should put him first and then get to the to-do list. But what do we do? We put the to-do list up on the refrigerator and fret about it. Oh, I didn't get number seven done. Did you do number one, like get in the word first? That might help number seven get done, if you know what I'm saying, right? So don't be weary. Get and wait on him, and you will not be weary if you will do that. If your children, you can train your children the same way. Train them the same way. If you'll train them up in the way they shall go, they, when they're old, they won't depart from it. Psalm, uh, Proverbs 22, I believe, says. But here's the phrase that really jumped out at me. As we wait on the Lord, we will walk and not faint. That's the COVID word. Wait on him, and he's going to teach you the ability to walk and not faint. Yeah. I got one amen out of that. Anybody else want to give me an amen on that? Okay, good. If we wait on him in the hardest days of the three months we've been through, he will teach us how to walk and not faint. That ability has to be ingrained. I have enjoyed having those quiet times during this. I've told people my prayer times have been richer. My Bible study times have been richer because we've been forced to do it. I mean, like it or not, COVID said, you've got to shelter in place. So we had to shelter. And so if you're sheltering in place, nothing to do, let's get in the presence of God. So that's a reality. So he will help you, point number one, Develop the lifestyle of walking and not fainting. It's not going to, I'm just going to tell you, it's not going to get easier. I'm, I just, what I'm here, it's, it's just not going to be an easy world. When you watch the news, I've turned it off now. I'm getting, the depression of it is just not enough. Let's go worship. You know, I'll just turn off whatever Fox News and go worship. I, I'd rather be encouraged by that than to hear what the latest, who knows what's going on. But if we develop the lifestyle of walking and not growing weary and walking and not fainting, we're going to walk in victory. There's another amen. There you go. Come on. Can y'all join him? He, he, he's on top of it. Come on, join him. So number one is develop that lifestyle. Number two, determine to do it every day. Don't take a day off. I mean, the days off are, uh, in work are good, but don't take a day off with him. Take a day in with him, if I could say it that way. Take a day in with his presence. Don't leave home without it. E.F. Hutton, wasn't it? My generation, right? E.F. Hutton, don't leave home without it. Oh, whatever. I'm showing my age. Okay. Younger people don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, but walk with him every day. I look forward to it now. When I wake up in the morning, I'm saying in my heart, God, what are you going to show me today? What are you going to reveal to me today about your kingdom? 
I love that. I love doing that in the morning. My, from my house of prayer training, I have worship going all the time. I just turn it on and leave the room even. I, my joke is my dogs are the most you know, godly dogs around because they have worship going on all day long. Even if we're not in there, we're, we're having the worship of heaven. So make that type of encounter an everyday experience. Number three, Lamentations 3, 21 and through 23. You know it well. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have something. I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. And here's the promise I claim many times. They are new every morning. I prophesied this last week. If you've had a bad day, just wake up. In the next, in the morning, it's going to be good again. His mercies are going to be new. I've had the worst day, and don't let your yesterday affect your today. And I learned early when I've had a bad day, I say, good, I'm just going to go to sleep. So I can wake up with a fresh new encounter, right? Because his mercies are new every morning. Do not let your past affect your present. There's nothing. Can you change yesterday? There is no way. And, and I tried it. I tried to change yesterday. Well, God, I've got to be able to fix it. It's too late. When it struck 12 midnight, it's too late. It's over. So you just got to say, I, I, good, bad, or indifferent. I messed up. Didn't have my best day. But thank God I can start over tomorrow. So do that every day. Claim that new newness every morning. That's point number three. Number four. From Ephesians chapter 6, I try to do this. Put on the full armor of God every morning. Put every bit of it on. If you even have to go read it and say, do I have the breastplate? Do I have the sword in my hand? Do I have the word of God with me? If you don't have it, put it on. Don't leave home without the full armor of God on. I've left home without the full armor, and that, that would be one of those bad days. But I've learned, I'm beginning to learn in in my older ages, that I need the full armor. And that the more I put that armor on, the more victories I can have. Because, if, ask Terrence, if he went out without all of his stuff as a policeman, he's not going to have a good day, maybe. You've got to have all the stuff you need to do battle. And in the same way, spiritually, we've got to have all the armor in order to, to win effectively. That's number four. Number five, this is what I've learned from the COVID life. Increase my worship encounters daily. Yeah. Have, have you ever stopped in the middle of a day and said, let's just turn the worship a little louder? Yeah. I know Terrence does that. <laughs> I try to do that two or three times a day. I'll just stop what I'm doing, turn off the TV again, and, and, and get the worship going. Let's get the focus right. Let's get the focus where it needs to be. Let the river, as we, he preached last week, let the river flow through your household. Let the river flow. Let that, that wonderful thing we had last week be a daily uh, release in our life. So I try to two or three times a day just stop and worship. Worship and open the heavens. That's number five. Number six is allow the joy of the Lord to be your strength. This is out of Nehemiah 8.10. If you've 
not heard it before. It says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Your perspective, it's all about perspective. You can decide today's a bad day or you can decide it's a good day. Even if it's going on bad around you, it can still be a good day if you let the joy of the Lord be your strength. I've met people, their, their life could be falling apart and they're still joyful. Have you ever met someone like that? They've learned to not let the outward circumstance determine their heart. We have to let our heart be built up in him no matter what's going on. I mean, the, the old me would let what's going on decide if I'm happy or not. Guess what? I didn't stay happy too much because I let everything outside decide my heart. God's, that's not what the scripture says. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength and don't sorrow. Make that a daily habit. Make it daily that you say, I'm not going to get down. I'm not going to let the, what's going on in the world affect me. I'm going to let his, his view of me be what I walk in and live by. So make that a part of the armor even, if you will. Put on the joy of the Lord and make that increase in you. That's number six. Number seven is from Isaiah 61. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Do it if you have to right now. Just say, just put it on prophetically. Put it on right now. You putting it on, Charlotte's putting it on. Do that. You can do that every day. Just prophetically put it on. The garment of praise. Be clothed in righteousness. Be clothed in all that he has for you. And that will make your day. I guess this, this is all about having good days, I guess. That's the theme tonight. Let's do this. Number eight, Terrence is going to love. Have a passionate heart and jump in the river. <laughs> God, I was waiting for that. We had a river encounter. If you weren't here last week, it was old time river flowing up here. And it was, it was pretty high, wasn't it? It was pretty high. It was all the way up here. And I said, we stepped into something. Yes, amen. Let's have that passionate heart. Let's step in the river again regularly, daily. God, say, God, I want more of your river. You can say that too. After you put the garment of praise on, say, God, I want more of your river. And he get, will, he, will he give it to you? Or will he mess with you and just, no, you know, he'll give it to you if you cry out for it. So cry out for the river of his presence. And you'll walk in victory, which is the next, the next one. Number nine, live from a position. Think about this. Live from a position of victory. The victory is already yours whether it looks like it or not. Financially, in relationship, whatever your struggle is, we want to wait till we see it you know, become good before we say, oh, great. Why not say, I claim the victory now? Why not say it's mine now and before it even comes? I wonder if God would honor that. Let me think he would. One or two, anybody? Anybody? Okay, good, good, good. 
Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. He's done everything you, you need so you wouldn't have to. He, he was crucified. There, there's people in the Philippines, my second home country, they crucify themselves every year. And they don't even know they don't have to do that. They have four or five of them that are picked to get, be put on the cross with nails in their hand. And they're thinking, what? don't you know? He did it already. Why do you think you have to do it? He did it so you wouldn't have to. So thanks be to God who always gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then number 10, to help you during this time that we're in, meditate on his word often. Look at Joshua 1.8, you know it well. The, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it, how often? Day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, and here's what's going to happen if you'll do that. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Prosper in him. Good success in him comes from meditating on the promises of Scripture. Claiming what is already yours as if it already is yours. If you will do that, I know on the authority of Scripture, he will do his part. What we don't do is we don't claim it. We do, or we do the kind of the over, the over above version of the prosperity gospel. We, we, you know, it can be too much. But just do what his word says. Say, God, your word says this, and I believe it. And that settles it. Claim what his word says. And I, I can tell you by testimony, he will make sure you are prosperous. In fact, let me just tell you a moment. Some of you are needing financial victory. If that's you, just lift your hand to heaven. I have a, a word. God, send financial victory right over here. Send financial victory. Financial victory right here. Financial victory. Financial victory for the medical bills. In Jesus' name. Right now, there's an anointing. Just receive it. Just take a moment. God's never in a hurry. Receive everything he has for you. I've already given my sister over here a word about gold's coming your way. I, I say it again. Gold's coming your way. Receive every dollar you need to pay medical bills. Receive everything you need over here, this family. Every one of you, receive everything that you can serve him better. In Jesus' name, prospering in him. Come on, there it is. Do your work, God. Let's just take a moment. He's not, he's not finished. Receive right now. Receive Every dollar you need to take care of every bill that is before you, every obligation, everything the children need, everything that is in any sphere of influence where you have a need. Your God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, so he can take care and send some your way. Dude, there's an anointing right now. You're going to see financial victories that you've not seen, that you've been maybe uh, down about, but God by his spirit is going to bless you over and above what you could ask or imagine, the scripture says. Mm, just receive that. God is not in a hurry. Receive everything he had. Just say, I receive it. Everything he has for me.
in my family. In Jesus' name. Deep calling unto deep. Great victories. I prophesied. Great victories financially. No more just barely getting along. Some of you accepted, I'm just going to barely get along. No more. God wants to bless his people with increase. God wants to bless COA with increase. I prophesy that, Pastor. God wants to bless us with finances so we can do more for the kingdom. We can reach more of District 5. We can have more outreach opportunities. We can have more uh, hungry hearts coming here, filling this place. I prophesy God's going to bless the finances of COA as well because of Calvary's cross. There's an anointing right now. We claim it. Every dollar that's to be ours at COA to run this ministry correctly, it's coming in. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. My goodness, that was God. Finally, number 11. Terrence will like this one too. Put your praise on. <laughs> if I had time, I would show a video. And you probably have seen it on Facebook. It's called Every Praise is to Our God. Have you seen it? The guy, he just walks into this courtyard and he just starts singing this song and all the people are going, this is good. And they watch him and they're all dancing. And I thought, isn't that the way that we should be just so captivating. We just start singing and people stop what they're doing. They start taking video of it. Every praise. If I had time, we'd watch the whole thing because you'd be jumping and shouting. But... Uh, you got time? Well, I just want to make room for the prophetic, but otherwise I'd show it to you. It, it'd be here. Amen. Let me close with this thought. The flags are coming back. I, I'm glad you said that. The flags are coming back. The dance is coming back. The artistic side is coming back. Come on. Emmy loved to paint. It's coming back. It's coming back. The, the, the artistic display of who he is is coming back to the sanctuary. I've been waiting for it. I loved it when we had that in the old days, as we call it, when we had the artistic going on in so many different realms. It's, it's prophetically coming back because of Calvary's cross. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, let me, let me pray, and then I want to move into a time of words and season, if that's okay. Father, we just pray, and I just ask you, bless your people with your word so that they can be good stewards of your goodness, O oh God, and we'll give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Okay, what I want to do now is move into times of words and season and share some things I've uh, uh, told others that uh, if you get a word...